This is the sound of Jennifer and Angela Chun performing for the world premiere of Indecent Spaces in Auburn, Alabama. Indecent Spaces is a project about contested landscapes, political sites across America. As they play, four dancers push large projections throughout the dark gallery. More than 40 people in attendance move around the projection screens as the dancers push them. The project is part installation, part performance, and it takes over the museum in a new way. This is a podcast about visual art at Auburn University. My name is Chris Molinsky, Director of Education at the Jewel Colin Smith Museum of Fine Art. Today we talk about Indecent Spaces with Jonah Bocaire and some of the dancers involved in preparing this work. My name is Jonah Bocaire. I'm both Tunisian and American. I'm an artist. I actually studied media art as well, and I'm a choreographer. Indecent Spaces is a complicated collaboration between the dancer and choreographer Jonah Bocaire and architect Charles Renfro, and the musicians Angela and Jennifer Chun. The project was also developed in collaboration with Aaron Levi Garvey, who is the Janet L. Nolan Director of Curatorial Affairs at The Jewel. This is thrilling for me because an exhibition practice of mine takes the contours of working with museums in meaningful ways and on design elements and visitor experiences that are designed and that often are choreographic. But Charles Renfro and Diller Scofidio and Renfro have an exhibition practice for sure. They also author museums. So coming together and to accept Aaron's generous invitation, you know, challenge accepted. (laughs) We are working with Aaron's, certainly Aaron's exhibition practice as well, to unite and to come together on this. Um, If I were walking into the museum and turning left and entering that space, One would see, or I would see, or we hope that you, a listener, will see a spectacular event of media production. And I'm using terminology these days around integrated media production because there are very architectural but very choreographic physical elements in the room that are projecting video There's a four-channel video system that Charles, myself, and others have authored. And what that video system does is it mimics buildings in the form of 12-foot planes, mobile planes of video. So a viewer would see these four video screens. And what then becomes evident and what we hope you'll come and see as a live work is that these screens move. They move choreographically, they resemble buildings and they are large in scale, but dancers move them actually. So so dancers moving the buildings is our metaphor here. That's the poetics of what's going on. 
And the subject matter that one would see is actually very gentle, very benign imagery of American buildings. And the reveal, I'll call it, is that these buildings have very frequently and almost always contested histories behind them. Angela and Jennifer Chun are also lending a score by Yi Sang-yun that I proposed, and we're very grateful, very honored. And that is also being on, uh, being displayed in the galleries, uh, which is unique because it's their copy and there was correspondence between the Chuns and Yi Sang-yun. And that goes along with a history of contested spaces, certainly in the case of that composer. We're also responding, you know, to place and to this place, which is a beautiful place. And we're grateful to our presenters. And the museum and Aaron, as well as this project, proposed that we respond to this place with a, a quote-unquote, a scene um, from Alabama. And for coming up on three months, we've also been in media production for that scene, taking a look at historical sites in Alabama and more recent industrial sites in Alabama that tell a story of what was here, who was here, and what happened. The videos projected focus on four national landmarks, the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill, a transcontinental railroad station in Livermore, California, the 6th Police Precinct Station House in New York City, and the Benedictine Monastery in Tucson, Arizona. For the premiere in Auburn, the museum commissioned an additional video examining Birmingham's Sloss Furnaces National Historic Landmark, This is a remarkable university, and we're conscious of that, so we are in a place of learning. And in attempting to be generous with that, what we're doing is we're inviting crossover, basically. So the dancers moving the buildings is sort of a premise, and the architect choreographing a, a floor plan is also the premise. So those, uh, those lanes cross on the highway, so to speak. So Charles, when you look at the charts, you see that the architect is in a way choreographing. Uh, not just formally, although that is fascinating to me. It's keeping me very engaged. But the dance is actually moving the architectural elements. And they being... 12 feet at minimum, they are of scale. So when we have a 48-foot wall that moves, it's the dancers that move that. So it's thrilling, and it's also demanding, I think, for the performers. So the way that we're doing that is we're actually slowing down somewhat, is we're really guiding uh, a performed process, but we're also guiding an audience through these elements. So 
rather than an impressive yet static uh, media installation, which we're growing more and more accustomed to. This is a dynamic and mobile uh, media installation that is Charles's thought process. We're also coming up with a word more recently, and visual art has a huge history of this, of kinetic work, but also of parallactic work. And with parallactic work, it's not only movement, it's not only kinetic, but the audience is moving too. And so perspectival space is moving times three at least in parallactic work. So we're pretty deep in that territory here, which is exciting. And we also hope to attract adventurous audiences too, to that kind of work. There are many kinds of people moving through the gallery while the performance is happening. The dancers from Jonah Beaucaire Choreography are moving through the audience. The audience is moving around the screens next to the dancers. They're mingling together freely. It's hard to tell when you're watching the performance what parts are choreographed and what parts are improvised. I asked Hala Shah, one of the dancers involved in developing this project, how they described or thought about their movement as dancers. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, very practical of moving the scenes. And then a lot of times it's, uh, you know, an act of protest. It can be a very individual expression um, of who we are in that moment. Or Jonah was talking earlier today about a memory moment of like a time capsule almost of right now, who you are, snapshot, and expressing that through movement. So it really depends. The piece has a lot of... um, journeys as a performer. It's not just kind of this one place you stay in. You go all over the map. The performance is also incredibly responsive to the sites and the histories of those places. I asked Isaiah Joao, one of the other dancers involved in the performance, how they discussed those histories and how they try to embody knowledge with movement. You can tell throughout the performance, the dancers are often internalizing it looks like they're thinking or hardly moving at all. If you live in the United States of America, you should know um, most of the history, even if it's not always taught. But you can see that there's just all these locations that have uh, what we call like contested spaces, um, areas of oppression or sites that have been integral to like keeping people down um you know i think the the thing that jumped out to me was and i I can't quote because it's been so many years but i just remember hearing something about you know architecture and architects and people who build you know create buildings or homes or structures that are for the sake of shelter you know one of the things that fall within our like hierarchy of needs but then the under oppressive systems these buildings like serve as the opposite of that shelter or it's like imprisonment or it's denying access to that shelter um i think my mind like jumps back to yeah a lot of the the university buildings that were you know 
University of North Carolina is hailed as one of one of, if not the first public university in the United States. And so a lot of those buildings are very old and, you know, were built by slave hands. Um, and yeah, so just getting familiarized with that, that was a big, uh, you know, understanding of it. And then, you know, as we move forward, there's, I guess, relevancy to modern day and just how things continue to be built in a way that um, divides or pushes people away. When the performance is not happening live, Indecent Spaces is still an exhibition installed at the museum with the videos and mobile screens throughout the gallery space. Come to The Jewel and experience Indecent Spaces this summer. My thanks to Jonah Bocaire, Isaiah Joao, and Hala Shah for talking with us today. All museum programs, including this podcast, are made possible by listeners like you. Visit jcsm.auburn.edu to make a gift. Thanks for your support.